Hello, you beautiful souls, and welcome back to A Dose of Ari. So, I wanted to discuss confirmation bias. Yes, 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 yes. And I've mentioned this multiple times on my Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, if you follow me all there. And it's kind of weird saying that, considering I've gone years without social media. And... As always, just like everything else ebbs and flows, my caring to be on these platforms is dissipating. (laughs) But nonetheless, I want to discuss confirmation bias because I think it's very important to discuss during this political climate we're currently in. And when are we not in this political climate? But nevertheless, what is a confirmation bias? If you're not aware of what a confirmation bias, then this is for you. A confirmation bias is a type of cognitive bias that involves favoring information that concerns previously existing beliefs or biases. So for example, imagine that an individual holds a belief that they don't like this person named Sally. Now, they don't like Sally, we're aware of this. However, this person now is going to seek out other people that share the same opinion of Sally to confirm their preconceived notions, opinions, and, well, beliefs. They are going to look for evidence supporting their existing belief. So this individual might even seek out proof that further backs up this belief while completely ignoring any other examples that do not support their idea. Now, confirmation biases impact how people gather information, but it also influences how people interpret and then recall that information. So... Getting into politics, for example, people who support or oppose a particular issue will not only seek information that, well, supports this belief, but they're also going to interpret news stories in a way that upholds their existing ideas and then remembers things in a way that also is going to reinforce these ideas and attitudes they have about them. So, examples of confirmation biases in action. Let's go. Let's talk about gun control, right? Consider the debate over gun control. Sally is is in support of gun control. She seeks out news stories, opinion pieces that are going to reaffirm the need for limitations on gun ownership. So when she hears these stories about shootings in the media, right, she's going to interpret them in a way that, well, supports her existing beliefs. Ronald, on the other hand, (laughs) is adamantly opposed to gun control, is continuously for the Second Amendment, seeks out news sources that are going to align with this position. And then when he comes across news stories about shootings, well, he's obviously going to interpret them in, what do you think it is? A way that supports his current point of view. Right. Listen, the impact of confirmation bias. Oh, listen, <laughs> a number of experiments, when we're thinking back, I don't know, to the 1960s, they've been conducted and people have a tendency to seek information that confirms their existing beliefs. But unfortunately, this type of bias is going to prevent us from looking at situations objectively. It's going to influence the decisions we make, whether it leads to poor or faulty choices. So now, voila, let's think of election season. For example, people are going to seek positive information that paints their favorite candidates in a good light, while also simultaneously looking for information that's going to cast the opposing candidate in a negative light. So, today's days, right? Biden or Trump? By not seeking out objective facts and interpreting information in a way that only supports existing beliefs and only remembering details that uphold these beliefs, we often miss important information that might have otherwise influenced the decision on which candidate to support. So what do you guys think about this? It definitely locks people into a political bias bubble. 
And this can also go not just for politics, it can go for sports teams, favorite music groups, stuff like that. So there was a poll in 2017 that found that 45% of Americans believe there's a great deal of political bias in the news. And 69% of respondents said that news outlets owners are trying to influence the news that new, excuse me, news outlet owners, yes, are attempting to influence the news, which is a major problem. So, for example, I don't know, let's just say like Republicans, they're more likely to say that they cannot name an objective news source, which was at 54%, while 44% of Democrats said the same. So, what's the real problem here? Well, the real problem with the news media playing favorites has to do with confirmation bias, which is also referred to as another side, another way of saying it, my side bias or belief bias. But confirmation bias is a psychological term describing how our views and our opinions are going to affect the way we process information. And though this this seems so obvious and likely, this happens in everyday life. In short, it means that we are far more likely to believe facts that support our preconceived opinions and less likely or even less likely to even remember the facts that don't support our beliefs. I'm sure you hear constantly, how can people possibly believe this? But the thing is, confirmation bias it's a quite a powerful cognitive hiccup and loophole that is waiting in the shadows, ready to pounce on any opinion or belief that we might hold. And even more interestingly, intelligence has very little to do with it. Highly intelligent people are just as likely as anybody else to fall into this cognitive trap. I mean, think about it. Have you ever thought about a song like from when you were a kid or a teenager and you find it playing on the radio comes up on shuffle and it seems so coincidental or even like oh my god is fate trying to tell me something but in reality more than likely you've probably heard this song a million times in the past few years the only difference was is that you weren't thinking about the song so it didn't register to you yeah confirmation bias works along similar lines you believe something and because of that belief facts that support it are amplified and increased while things that don't support it completely are ignored or go unnoticed so yeah (laughs) it works on our held beliefs and opinions it works with politics sports teams music groups or just our basic outlook on life think about it a person who has really poor self-confidence and low self-esteem are going to interpret someone frowning as a judgment on themselves but never mind maybe the person behind the frown has their own life and problems that probably have more to do with that facial expression but for some reason it's always about us isn't it (laughs) Meanwhile, our everyday biases may simply form who we are as a person. I don't know. Let's think of Danny likes the Cowboys and thinks Eagle fans are the absolute worst, but our political biases can set a framework for how we might be easily manipulated or outright, outright brainwashed. So now, now that you have this information, how do we eliminate confirmation bias, right? I mean, first off, let's also go back really quick to social media, right? Because this plays a major fucking role in everything. Facebook surfaces articles in a person's newsfeed based on the articles they interact with. That's just the algorithm. Now, you click or like this. And then, guess what? Those articles on which you agree or you're biased with are going to pop up more so and increase and increase and increase. This in turn leads to even more articles of that particular leaning, right, left wing, right wing, appearing on your feed. Given the appearance that there's a particular bias that dominates the news cycle. And on Twitter... People do this themselves by following those whose opinion they agree with based on political affiliation, thus getting more articles based towards that side. And then now, let's go take it a step further, deep fakes or bots. Look, politically motivated fake news didn't only arrive with social media. In the 90s and early 2000s, there's also email chains, 
or fuck, if we want to even go back far enough, thinking back to fucking ancient Roman times, I'm sure Augustus was not a natural born citizen, was carved somewhere on a table. <laughs> it's just only worse now though. That's it. We have bots to do it for us. A bot is really just a computer running a script and it's far more efficient than a human being. Not only does it post to Facebook on Twitter faster than we can, but it's also cheaper to employ. Bots are only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to spreading a false narrative. Now let's look at deep fakes. Deep fake video is just something that's altered in a way to present false information. And with an increase and in rise in technology, it's even worse. Think about that, think back to that um, that President Obama video, and he was caught caught quote unquote saying, "I was always a Muslim, and these Americans are fools." <laughs> Now think about a video where no amount of scrutiny by human eyes can tell that apart. Obviously when that, he never really said it. It is hard enough to fight the misinformation when it's in print. Now this stuff, false videos, deep fake videos, can you imagine how hard it is, there, how hard it is to fight when there's no actual proof? Now the only way to eliminate confirmation bias is to fight against bias, okay? So let's think of this mantra about anxiety. You can say, I'm not anxious. Anxiety is simply a feeling I am having in the moment. But now this can apply to many different negative feelings. But the basic idea behind it is very powerful. When you identify with something, especially when you label yourself with it, it becomes too powerful to defeat. So when you are labeling yourself, now let's just think very objectively here. Let's still say, still try our best to stay objective, okay? Because it's just an example. Once you have labeled yourself as a Democrat, a liberal, Republican, conservative independent libertarian whatever it is it's it's over for you you cannot defeat confirmation bias while being biased no matter how much you read multiple sources so the idea that you can be smart enough to overcome it just ignores the fact that intelligent people are just as likely to fall for it so yeah perhaps there's this belief in a black and white world where one side is right and one side is wrong and either side deserves much of the blame but we don't live in a black and white world our world is gray And the right solution to any given problem in our society is one that balances the various sides rather than a solution that picks a side. Right, like let's think about independence. They're constantly dismissed as being ambivalent to politics or not having strong opinions on the issue. But that's not the case at all. Most independents have simply found that they agree with one side on some things and the other side on other issues. It is possible. So, but even being independent, although it seems like a right step in the direction, is not a shield against confirmation bias. If you believe that Democrats are right about certain issues and Republicans are right about other issues, you're just dividing your biases in terms of the issues. The only shield against confirmation bias is to just fight against your own bias. We must realize that any political party can be right or wrong about any issue. The devil is in the details. So yeah, that's it. Now I'm going to leave that with you. You know... Think back to the past. You can admire and respect John McCain just as he admired and respected President Obama. You can believe both Mitt Romney and Joe Biden that they want the best for America when we're thinking back to old politics. But now we're talking about Trump and Biden today, right? Most of all, we can't stop believing one side wants to destroy America. Whether that so-called destruction comes at the hands of ultra-rich who want to hoard all of America's treasures like Scrooge with a lack of empathy for those less fortunate, or it comes from an army of, you know, wide-eyed youth and generation that want to take all of the guns and tear down the walls of Wall Street with their fellow comrades. But spoiler alert, both sides want what they think, they think is best for America. Neither side is right, neither side is wrong. 
when we take ourselves out of this two-party idea, right, we can look a little more objectively. The only real enemy is the animosity that some feel so strongly about the other side. But only if we were aware of our own biases, we might find out how much we truly think alike. So, I'm going to leave that with you guys, okay, in this 12-minute segment. Now, for those of you that know me well, you understand what I sigh for. (laughs) I think everyone should have basic human fucking rights. And that's not an argument at all. But I just want to look at the psychology of how we motivate our political beliefs and facts and what we read and confirm with our preconceived notions and beliefs and biases. I just feel it's very important to understand what's going on in our heads when we're trying to read information or some that just don't read at all. (laughs) But now what do you think about this, guys? And I leave this with you. May the best of luck for all of us. And I love you all and I'll see you all soon.